Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Hello, yes, Dan Arjun here. Dan Arjun has been summoned. Please, via the internet, we tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Hello. The more things change, the more they say the same. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of a Raw Review by the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jay, as always, joined by Troy and Aaron. How are we, fellas? I'm good. I'm fed and watered. I've managed to get through another episode of Raw, and I'm still alive. That was it's the sound of just opening a beer, because I'm going to need it for this. <laughs> Got a little bottle of wine. Just to get through. <laughs> oh. Oh, I don't drink. I don't drink in a week, so that says a lot. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Aaron. How are you, mate? Uh, all right. One, I had to watch Raw, but I got good notes out of it, so that's okay. Be prepared, boys. Your definition of good note, good notes, and our definitions are two very different things. Yeah, I'm. I'm very. I'm very, I mean, to be honest with you, mate, I'm very concerned that you've managed to get good notes out of this <laughs> because I struggle to fill two pages. <laughs> and um, I'd like to think I got extensive notes on the show. So, um, so to cheer myself up, I went on Twitter and I found a new Jack's Twitter. And oh boy, it is a sight to behold. <laughs> oh boy. You, you just- New Jacks, uh, well, anything involving New Jacks usually terrifying. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, but um, yeah, so, sorry, we're trying to pan this out for four minutes, four seconds, because that's how long it took for Raw to start. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, of course we are. We are doing a bit of filler here. Um, so, shall we just get in? Get into where Raw is filler. Well, before we do filler. Why don't we let people know where they can find us on social media? Let us know what they thought. You can get us on Twitter. That's true. Untitled Rest Pod. And you can get us on Facebook at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. And if you don't already know, we're doing a gaming marathon this Saturday. It's all for charity. Head over to uh, justgiving.com forward slash UWP Gaming and help us raise some money for an amazing cause. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it should be a very, very fun day. Um, we'll all be popping in and out of it at various parts, various drunken levels. Um, should be very good. <laughs> um, and we'll be, we'll be, it won't just be us. We'll have some of our friends as well, like taking part in various parts as well. So yes, it's all for a very good cause. Um, I believe last, um, last I checked, we're at like almost 60% of the goal already. Indeed, we are. Fucking awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for thanks to everyone who's already helped out there. Um but yeah, let's let's um let's talk about Raw. Um I'm gonna end up probably setting up a charity for survivors of Raw because <laughs> it's it's getting harder and harder to watch every fucking week, isn't it? Um <laughs> so it starts off with a four minute and four second recap of Everything that happened last week. Um, shorter than last week, though, because obviously last week it was eight minutes before anything actually happened. Um, her business arrived, Lashley looking like a million bucks. Um, yes. Smiling, happy, 
happy Bobby Lashley is a safe for everyone, Bobby Lashley. Um, <laughs> he he said, talks about how it took him 16 years to get to where he is now. Hey, and if, I bet he wasn't thinking about that fucking WWE title when he was in Bellator or any of that shit. Yes, he was. He was going to yeah, get I mean, that there. grab that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I imagine it would have still probably been one of his like goals to do it. Bucket list. Because of, because he wouldn't have come back if like to wrestle in full stop if that was the case. Exactly. Are you just he came... Well no, because he was good in Bellator and then he came back to he came back to Impact after a after a while because he wanted to carry on wrestling. Didn't they give him all of the belts at Impact? They literally yep. <laughs> at one point had him hold the tag titles on his own, the X Division title and the world title. Fucking hell. <laughs> and he unified the grand title with all that as well. And he Bobby, there's like Bobby Big Belts. There's literally a picture of him with like all the belts. Amazing. On the ring. It's amazing. Do the um, same here, please. Th- this feels this feels like um we're getting a similar sort of character to when he was in Impact, where he's a bit more like business and he's getting like I'll, I'll explain it as we go through the match itself, but it definitely feels like there's more shades of that. Um, so yeah, he, he says that he's going to make an example out of the Miz to show everybody why the Almighty Era has begun. Very, very excited to where, where they're going with this. I think yeah. I, I know it, I know that there's a lot of talk about Almania. Drew's going to just like come in and get his get his win. I kind of want I kind of want Lashley to have a long reign with this. Yeah, and me. It's very compelling the way they booked them. Mm. Maybe have Drew lose a mania and then take it off at SummerSlam or something like that. That yeah, would be like yeah. my sort of way around it. But yeah. either way, I'd be either way. I'm happy at either man. Either of those men would be champion. Um, someone I wasn't happy was champion was the Miz, and he comes out and says, uh, "Shane McMahon pulled a fast one on him last week." After all, he's done for WWE lists like all the stuff that he does as a wrestler. Um, oh, oh look, Shane McMahon screwed you over again. <laughs> as, as said, mate, the, more, the more things change, the more they say the same. <laughs> um, so yeah, he complains about him to defend the title twice in one night, and uh, despite ev- despite everything um, that he like talking about, talks about like never been injured, and he had like stomach cramps, and that that should show he was seriously injured and all that bollocks. Um, <laughs> something about a new hashtag, also. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, he said, and he said after the match there'll be the hashtag, hashtag and new. Oh, there uh. you go. <laughs> I mean, that was a lie, wasn't it? I mean, most uh, of the stuff he said was a lie, to be fair. <laughs> um, and then he says he'll beat Lashley, which, why do people lie? Um, Lashley then, <laughs> Lashley comes out with an awesome new entrance. Oh, fucking um, hell, yes. I was oh, worried about got, that. Got, like, gold lightning. He's got, like, the fireflies behind him. Like, fucking everything. Gold lights. They shine up. And then it just shows like a highlight video of him just murdering people with spears. Um, Let that be his entrance every week. I think it is. I think the fucking I needs feel, to be. I feel like the given Bobby Lashley like that kind of like over the top like I I call it the Kenny Omega entrance because it's like what they give Kenny Omega to kind of like really go over the top in AEW with it. Oh, okay. Where, like, Don't give him a long intro that I have to write out, please. No, no, but minus that, <laughs> but like where where it's kind of just like shows like highlights of them mm. where like in AW they have Kenny Omega like literally listing his like accomplishments and then he makes his entrance 
similar thing with Bobby last year where they showed him just murdering people yeah, yeah. and then makes his entrance because he doesn't need to list his silly accomplishments. That's it. Um, it's not a dickhead. Doesn't need to talk about some fucking video game tournament. Stick to cosplay, you noodle-haired neep. It, it ends with an awesome, um, an awesome like graphic of Lashley holding the belt up, and it just says "Almighty" behind them. Oh man, so Fucking good, outstanding. <laughs> this this presentation for Lashley makes up for all the shit they put him through the last twelve months. Yep. With oh, well, not twelve months. Like how long has he been back? Three years. Three yeah. years. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. 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 So if it, I'm I'm forgiving them for Lashley's sisters, I'm forgiving them for him Lashley, Lashley. What about that? <laughs> I, I couldn't be mad that that it involved Leo Rush and I love Leo Rush. That's true. That's true. It like, was a little bit irritating, it, though. It was very irritating, but it got a pass because Leo Rush was doing it, and that's his whole thing. Is that he's just an annoying little shit um, yeah. who, who's also a very good wrestler. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, then um, the match itself, Miz tries to run away from Lashley. Lashley shoulder thrusts the Miz into the corner, but misses like an, a charge. And then Miz throws him into the ring post, which he just no-sells and clotheslines Miz. <laughs> um, Lashley uh, ca- catches a corner clothesline from the Miz at one point and just like swing, like sort of holds him with one arm, m- moves him around, and then just launches him across the ring. Um, Miz misses a diving clothesline through the uh, sorry, diamond drop kick through the ropes and then gets driven into the ring post and then Lashley hits the flatline of Spinebuster and Hairlock to win. Um, there was a very cool sort of narrative to this match, which was on commentary, that the more angry that Lashley got, the more like impervious the pain and the more yeah. ruthless he was in the match. Yeah. And like you could you could see that it was very cool. Like every time Miz got like a big move on him, like throwing him in the ring post or like knocking him down to one knee. Lashley, Lashley would just, just get back more angry. Fuck that. <laughs> he was like he was like the incredible Hulk. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> after the match, uh, Drew Drew had been watching the telly from an awkward angle throughout the match. Drew um, being the presumptive challenger. What I've never heard that term that. before. Get rid of it. <laughs> just say he wants another title shot. Presumptive challenger. Piss um, off. They're doing a similar thing with that with Charlotte Flair, though, aren't they? Yeah. I don't like it. I'd right. rather they just... What's wrong with having a fucking tournament to crown the number one contender? Do it. Yeah. Which I feel like they might be doing for um, for Mania, to be fair, because there's a lot of women throwing the name in the hat. Mm. And they're going on about, oh, well, it's only five weeks. It's only five weeks. Like, well, you could do a tournament over five weeks. You could. Easily. You could. Or you could call it King of the Ring, book it, and give it to Woods. Yeah. And then Woods obviously do Queen, in Queen the of the Ring. <laughs> Woods versus Reckoning. We need that match. He wants Reckoning. <laughs> so, yeah, Drew says he's the only challenger for the WWE title. Um, and he, he says that he beat Brock, whereas Lashley beat the Miz. Sheamus then attacks him. The freaking Miz. Yeah. They're still uh, doing that still whole thing where they're, just, they're still just belittling him a little uh, bit. Not a fan. Just say the Miz. That's his name. Leave it at that. Yeah. Even call him Mike. Goodbye's real name. Yeah. It's a good name. <laughs> no, no, Blair Dave Meltzer made a very good point about it though. Um, in that they give it, they give it to Miz to like hot shot the title because it, it kind of, um, it doesn't hurt him too much by by him losing it like a week later. Whereas mm. if they, someone like they built up a bit like Sheamus, yeah, which was a lot of people were kind of like 
expecting them to do. I know I was at one point. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it I get it. Mrs. Gimmick's yeah. like a kind of sniveling heel, isn't he? And Miz so, is like a comedy mid-carder at this point, so yeah. them putting the belt on him and then him getting absolutely murdered by Bobby Lashley yeah. for it. It kind of, it, it doesn't hurt him too much. Mm. Whereas if they give it to like a bona fide main event or even had them just murder Drew, it might have damaged yeah. him a oh, bit. It would. And then yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm like a little less credible going into the rematch. Um, yeah, so Seamus attacks uh, Drew and says he spent 20 years in Drew's shadow. Uh, now, like, now, 2014 and 15 se- serves me my history wrong because with Sheamus not world champion, Drew and Freeman banned. Um, that, that, that's who, one hell of a shadow to live in. Was that when <laughs> Sheamus beat Roman? Well, that was 2015. Was Drew still with him at that point? I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's um like. Well, obviously, it's WWE. They're very much a big fan of revisionist history. Yeah, I mean, um, it's literally just revisionist history. And I'm well, I, I, well, I, I was going to go further back and say that when um, when Seamus and Drew were both signed, Drew was the one that everyone was kind of like... The chosen clamoring. one. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, he was the... He was the one people got excited for. Not that people didn't get excited when she, like Seamus got signed because they were both like at the time, two of the biggest uh, stars in the UK. Mm. I mean, one one started on SmackDown, one started on WWE, CW. WWE, CW. That's the point I'm trying to make. I think it's, I think they're kind of ignoring that bit and alluding to further back. But I do, mm. I do see your point as well. That like, but we're just missing, that? we're just missing like seven years of history in WWE. Don't worry about it, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> We'll gloss oh, over that, right. honestly. It's all right. Right. <laughs> you just swept it under the rug, mate. Don't worry about it. Um, can't, you can't see it. If it's under the rug, it's swept under there. Um, just don't, just just don't worry about it. Awkward lump. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, they've literally just put a rug over Seamus. Just a big bulge. His feet are sticking out. His feet and his hair is sticking out. <laughs> There's um, feet. Oh, what's that? Uh, it doesn't matter. Just don't leave worry it. about it. Don't worry about it. Move on. Move on. Nothing to oh, see here. People are tripping over about it. Don't, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> so after this, we get um, a Rhea Ripley vignette. I'm very, very excited that they're going to really present her as a big deal. Yeah. Just hurry I mean, up and I do will, it already. I'm, I'm okay with them drawing this one out, you know. And the reason well, being... I would be it's if they because, hadn't have told us a couple of weeks ago, oh, she's coming next week, and then yeah. suddenly we're not. Yeah. They'd have just done some vignettes, it'd have been all right, but you kind of promised us yeah. it. They, they swept it under the rug, don't worry about it, mate. Um, that big <laughs> that big ginger Seamus-shaped rug. It's his nest. They just like, give it to Seamus and hold that. Just, just hold the words <laughs> next week. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I kind of... I. I I prefer the fact that they're sort of like not given a definitive timeline on it because it means like the way, like there was something a bit later on, which I'll mention it again, this vignette. Um, yeah. it, it made it a bit more like an ominous thing that she's coming in. Like, okay, she's yeah. going gonna, gonna to come in and turn the women's division upside down as opposed to she's going to come in and be friends with Charlotte Flair and do the J-O-B to her. <laughs> so that's always good. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, after this, Drew demands a no DQ match with Sheamus and Pierce shits himself. 
He's like, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Our truth then comes up to her brawn and asks <laughs> for his help. Um, do, you, do you want me to go for it? Not really. Go on, mate. Oh, come on. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I imagine you've wrote it verbatim, whereas I've just wrote like a few bits words. So go on. Uh, dear brawn, Bugs Bunny has gone to the dark side and joined the Monstars. The only way I can get my baby back is with my own monster and a raw monster among men. I need your help. But before that, there's a lot I need to apologise for, dog. I apologise for digging that escape tunnel under the Thunderdome. I apologise for submitting videos of you to Monster Quiz. I apologise for ruining Hornswoggle's wedding. I apologise for stealing my dentist's goldfish. <laughs> and then he gets cut off by Braun. <laughs> so, a couple of things that I really appreciated there. The fact that in a week where Space Jam have just like released the first glimpse of Space Jam 2, our truth is on form with a lot of Space Jam references. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. I'm a big fan of the show Monster Quest, so the fact that he's submitted footage of Braun to the show I like that. <laughs> um, also re- referring Drake Maverick to Hornswoggle. <laughs> I mean, okay, now. That's, that, does that confirm that the Forbidden Door has been opened all the way? <laughs> Hornswoggle, Hornswoggle's shown up now in WWE, AEW and Impact in the last six months. Is Hornswoggle the Forbidden Door? Not Tony Khan. Confirm. <laughs> Um, I, I do like the fact as well he pulls a pen out of his pocket and tries to do the men in black memory wipe thing on um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then just gets annoyed because it's the pen um, <laughs> yeah th- this was bad but at the same time quite funny um, the only part of Braun Strowman that was good this week oh yeah Braun Strowman <laughs> I made it fuck off eat with me by the end of the show Everything uh-huh. else was fucking absolutely... As did his sweaty mate Shane Omer. Um, <laughs> sweaty, sweaty Shane. So, yeah, Braun comes out and demands an apology from Shane. Um, and he asks if Shane's laughing at him. And uh, he's not looking to get fired. He's just looking for respect. Uh, Shane comes out, squares up to Braun, and then kind of like a kid like goes, I'm sorry, or I apologise, and then just walks off. And he turns up... In the fucking middle of nowhere, mate. Just staring away, trying to think what to do. That's what he looks yeah, like. He stops. He stops on the ramp and he goes to turns to say something, and then he just goes, "Nah," just walks off. <laughs> um, Sarah shits there, and then asks Shane about if he had something else to say, and then he said, "Oh, I might say it later." Like, I'd rather Fuck fucking drag this out to later, but sadly, we live in a world where bad things happen to good people. So here we are. Um, Go weeks to drag it out, mate. Christ, if we get this every fucking week, and you know for uh, a fact, you know for a fact, Shane's gonna look really strong against Braun. That's the real thing. <laughs> that's the real thing. I've got an issue with it. Got to make, got to make the best of the world look strong, haven't we? Fucking scrappy dude, looking like a fucking beast against Braun Strowman. Get the um, fuck out. So yeah, after this, we got um, Drew vs. Sheamus in a no DQ match. Um, Drew attacked Seamus during his entrance and they just again stiffed the bejesus out of one another this was brutal this was was great 
But uh, basically, when they're having stiff shots at each other, Samoa Joe goes, Drew has that thunder rolling through the Highlands, but Sheamus keeps coming back. So Drew isn't the thunder rolling through the Highlands. <laughs> he, he has you're, re- the you're really hung up on this thunder in the Highlands, aren't you? <laughs> Every week it's mentioned. <laughs> you're, like, always, you're, yeah. like, you're like Jay with... Kenny Williams on NXT well, UK. Well, I was about to ask, what is Kenny Williams? Can <laughs> you answer me that? Like, I'm, let, let's start with the little Scottish mysteries before we go to the big one, mate. Come on. <laughs> um, it's Loch Ness Monster, Highlands Thunder, that, what is Kenny Williams? Loch Ness, the big one's Nessie, then you've got the thunder rolling in the Highlands. <laughs> and then down at the bottom, like, just do it. Just like under the rug next to Seamus, you've got Ke- what is Kenny Williams? <laughs> um, maybe just like lying on top of the rug, trying to hide the fact that Seamus is under it. Um, is what is Kenny Williams? Um, so yeah, Seamus missed um, a dive off the apron, and then Drew just like throws him into the steps, and then over the announce table. Um, lots of brawl on the ringside throughout this match as well. It was a bit where Drew like body slammed Seamus onto the steps, um, and then. I liked as well that there was a reoccurring sort of thing throughout this match where whenever one of them brought in a weapon, the other would end up fighting off, fighting them off and using the weapon on them. Yeah, yeah. So like Drew bring got in the kendo stick, didn't he? Yeah, Drew brings in the kendo uh, stick and then uh, Seamus ends up getting it off and I'm just like wailing on him with it. Um, and then there's more like, again, more fighting outside. Um, Drew... Seamus throws Drew into the ring post this time and then Spinebusters Drew on the table, a callback to the thing earlier in the match. Um, and Drew fights out with the Cloverleaf with a Spinebuster. Um, Seamus to white noise, brings in, a, brings in a chair and then Drew gets the chair again, callback to the uh, Kendo stick spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, hits Seamus with it, hits a future shock onto it, which uh, looked like Seamus, gives Seamus a black eye. Yeah, he didn't look uh, nice after, after that. that. Shot, he had... Like under his right eye was swollen, like his cheekbone, mm. and then on the bridge of his nose, on the left side of his face, he had like a big red mark as well. Yeah, uh, he looked like well, they were they weren't pulling any punches. That was um, ridiculous. There was a bit right at the start, like literally in the opening minute, <clears throat> and drew absolutely fucking potatoes, Seamus in the head, like just a yeah. proper close fist straight to the top of the forehead. Like every time they hit each other, it was just like fucking hell. Like you're hitting him like he owes him money. <laughs> yeah, um, I I, I want to see more of this. Just just more of it. Um, <laughs> Seamus sets a chair up in the corner. Um, oh, sorry, Drew goes for a claymore first, and then Seamus throws the chair at Drew, and then sets it up in the corner. Yeah, um, and he charges at it. Drew moves out the way, and then claymores him out the ring. Um, Drew goes outside. He rolls Seamus back in the ring. Seamus rolls back out. As Drew's getting back out, Seamus hits a um, bro kick out of desperation. Um, they both pick up the steel steps and charge each other with them, bang into each other and end up knocking each other out. Um, no, no contest. Bully waiting for a Worlds Collide or Twin Towers reference. <laughs> <laughs> you what? It's <laughs> Like when the worlds collide or when the fucking twin towers collide or oh, well, when they ran into each other's steps yeah when two tribes go to war <laughs> something like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> no um, one said anything on commentary about it 
I was surprised like, oh. surprised Joe didn't have a, a quip up his sleeve. He's usually quick to whoosh, get them out. Yeah. Um <laughs> Gundo was definitely rolling in the highlands there. Um <laughs> but yeah, this is uh, awesome. I love this. Yeah, I really, really liked match. it. Um ending no contest. I'm guessing we're probably gonna get a last man standing match at Fast Lane. Yeah. Um speaking of Fast Lane, if you don't have the WWE network for $9.99 a month. You can grab Fastlane on BT Sports Office for fourteen pound ninety five. What? Why would you pay fifteen pound for just Fastlane? It's barely a B rate pay per view. Well, you it's can. The, uh, it's literally like an episode of fucking Raw on pay per view. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, we get we then get a big recap video of the Autumn Fiend feud because of course we do. We, we've not we've not heard about that for because, a week because we love recaps. We love seeing recaps in a three-hour show. We love Re- half of the show to be recaps. Mon- Monday night recaps. Um, <laughs> and yeah, AJ talks about um, the Autumn Fiend stuff, um, and he just like kind of jokes about it. Uh, he's like makes a joke about voodoo to her. Uh, Almost and almost finds it hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, Orton asks if uh, AJ thinks it's funny, and AJ says, I don't think it's funny, I think it's weak. Orton then challenges AJ to a match um, later in the night. Um, we then get another video package this time for the New Day. Um, yes. Which gets a pass because the New Day, but still. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, it, was, it was just at, at this point, I was so sick of video packages. Even the New Day was like, Verge, you know, annoying me. Um, It's announced that they've got a title shot for next week's Raw. Why not hold that off till Fastlane? Yeah, it's literally two weeks away. It's the go-home fucking Raw next week. Fuck's sake. And they've they've got a match that would be great on a pay-per-view that just thrown on Raw, which they'll probably give like two minutes to and then have a rematch at the pay-per-view. Also, I love the New Day. I think they're awesome. They don't need to be in a title picture at the moment, though. It feels like it wasn't that long ago that they were feuding with the Hurt Business. Like, we had it Kofi wasn't. against everyone. We had, yeah, we had Woods against every member of Retribution while Kofi was off. And now he's back. Suddenly they're feuding with them again. Like, I'm not saying it's bad. Like, they have good matches. They had some really good matches, like, a couple of months back. I feel like it's really not that far removed since the last time we had it. There's plenty of other people they could give that to. It's almost as if they've got no tag teams in the, in the division, is it? Mad. Um, That's a point. So yeah, name me name me five tag teams on Raw. Hair business, oh. Lucha House Party, Retribution, New Day. Oh. Oh. That's it. That's it. That is it. At a at a stretch, and this is an absolute reach. AJ and Olmos. No. No. Yeah. Well, Miz and Morrison. Oh yeah, maybe. Morrison. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah, just that's it. That is it. Yeah. That's Raw's tag it division. Would make, it tag would teams. make more sense to do Miz and Morrison versus Hair Business at this point. Yeah. Because Miz is kind of feuding with the Hair Business. Maybe, maybe that's what we're getting next week. Maybe that's why mm. they're giving us New Day and Hurt Business and Miz is going to get involved and fuck it up and then we get Miz and Morrison against them. I don't know. But maybe, my, point, but... my point is that there are fuck all tag teams on there. Yes, it's always good to see Hurt Business and New Day. They have great matches, but come on. Something a little bit fresh. Yeah, that's it. 
Um, speaking of fresh new, they come out in Mortal Kombat gear, which is absolutely fucking yes. Well, whilst they're coming out in their new day fucking gear and partying in the ring, uh, still to come, the WrestleMania caliber match between Styles and Orton, still to come. What? Says it twice. Um, Phillips says Styles and Orton still to come. WrestleMania caliber. It's already happened at Mania. We didn't need it on a Raw. What, Styles and Orton? caliber match. When was Styles and Orton at Mania? Uh, 34? 5, 35. 35. Two years uh, ago. Yeah. I do not remember that. It Do's was not matter. It was like... Just after Pro Rollins and Lesnar, maybe. Mm. Oh, it was when Lesnar one... and Rollins opened. Yeah. Ah, okay. It yeah. was the one where they had that like spotlight on the crowd, so the crowd would chant and turn that light stuff for most oh, of the match. Oh <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it was a, it was a decent match. Okay. Um, yeah, so this match was very quick. Um, Shelton, it's pretty much Shelton just overpowering Woods for most of the match. Um, you get like a really nice uh, rope on pop up knee on Woods as well, at one point. Um, Woods gets a bit of a advantage because Kofi keeps distracting Shelton. Shelton keeps like mouthing off of Kofi. Uh, Woods ends up rolling uh, Shelton off up to uh, win the match, um, which then leads us into the next bit with the new day, which is a uh, riddle. With a scooter, because of course he's right. got a fucking scooter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, we paraphrase right away. We? I, I think we should because we. I'll make it. I've, I've got it. We? You mean you? I, I've got a sentence for it. Have I you got, got more than that? <laughs> because I was paraphrasing with a sentence, Aaron. No, 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 no. Well, well, paraphrase, right? Retribution can play all the tricks they want, but I'm no caring. Yo, Sarah Shitster hen. Where can I park my scooter? Last time I got a ticket. He definitely didn't I call it hen. He's <laughs> paraphrasing. <laughs> I got a ticket because I parked it backstage. If I park it at ringside, Ali's going to break it. But more importantly, I can't slow-mo jump over the top rope, the dildo that I am. <laughs> what am I going to do? Do you care, <laughs> <laughs> he definitely didn't call himself a dildo. He, he definitely didn't say that you can hen. I don't think he knows what that means. <laughs> I don't think I know what that means. <laughs> what what did you have for this, Jay? Which one line did you got, write for this? Rid, Riddle asked where he can park a scooter. Knew they come in, spit bars about slapjack, um, and say they'll look after the scooter for them and Kofi goes, get over here like Scorpion. Awesome. Uh, that was the only good bit about it. <laughs> How did you miss out your notes, Aaron? Oh, I, thought, I, thought I, you had, I thought you had good notes this week. I was paraphrasing, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, skimping also, on the new day notes, mate. Show <laughs> <laughs> some respect. Well, just as uh, Riddle starts to come out, like his music starts playing, he starts to walk out. Byron goes, not going to lie, that's a sweet scooter. Riddle looks brolific. Fuck off, Saxton. <laughs> <laughs> right. What, All the way what, off. what scale is what is Byron Saxton? <laughs> is it above or below the Thunder in the Highlands and um, Loch Ness? No, that, that's world. <laughs> that's world wild. Fuck it, world wild. 
World of oh, fuck. <laughs> Use your words there. I, 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 I paraphrased Riddle and my brains went to mush. <laughs> Do you know why, Aaron? You never are go you, full riddle. Are you high? <laughs> are you high? How, how much weed is too much weed? <laughs> um, speaking of which, let's just go through this match because I don't want to talk about it that much more. Um, even though I know what's coming next. Um, so, yeah, Riddle beats up Slapjack, um, gets all shit in. Slapjack um, takes advantage of a Ali distraction and, like, sweeps Riddle's leg. And like back suplexes on the apron, um, hits a really nice rocket, gets a lot of height on that, and like and a really finish. nice like yeah, it does like a really nice falcon arrow as well at one point in this match. Um, and he block he blocks the top rope exploder, but um, Riddle hits a final flash. Riddle hits another one and then hits Bro Derek to win as Ali berates him, and it's also revealed that Ali is getting a US title shot next week on Raw. No, Again, on the pay-per-view. Fastlane is the fucking hell. What What's going to be fast? Is it just going to be Sheamus and Drew fighting for like two hours? No, you've got the Elimination Chamber pre-show rematch for the women's tag titles, Troy. Oh, my rod. <laughs> was that on the pre-show? That was on the pre-show for Elimination Chamber, was it not? No, no I thought it was the number one, the, the replacement for Lee in oh, the US title well, match. Well, it should have been on the pre-show. <laughs> It shouldn't have been on any show. It shouldn't have been on the fucking pay-per-view. It shouldn't have been on this next one. There's def- there's better ways that you can keep this Sasha Banks and Bianca Bella if you going and putting them against the fucking tag champions. Yeah. This but- is this is a decent match though. We we were messaging just before we started recording. This is the best yeah. Slapjacks looked since the whole retribution angle. You do you do forget that like Slapjack's an actual good wrestler, don't you? Yeah. Like Shane Thorne is a genuinely good wrestler. Mm. It's just he wears a fucking paper plate with holes in on his face, and <laughs> you just instantly forget about it. Um, so, where's the other guy that was in TM61? Is he back in Australia now? He's in New Japan. Oh, is he? Well, he was in New Japan, like last year's New Japan Cup or the year before. I think he's still there. He's still listed on the roster. What's his name? Nick. I haven't seen um, him. He was all. called Nick Mitchell, I think. Okay. In um, WWE, he's called Mikey Nichols on the indie scene. Nick Miller was his name. Nick Miller. Nick Miller, sorry, yeah. 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 Um, okay. Yeah, he's called Mikey Nichols on the uh, on the indie scene. But yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's already a fucking travesty that fucking the Mighty Don't Kneel split up. It's fucking mad. Let alone, let alone that um, let alone that now one of them's fucking slap nuts. Um <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, after this, um, Pierce asked Shane if he had any, had anything else to say to Braun because you know we need to know. We just need to know. <laughs> Shane says yes, and I asked Pierce to get him to meet him in the ring. Um, goes to a break. Back from the break, Shane's in the ring. Braun comes out. Um, Shane acts like his microphone isn't working, um, and then he walks up the ramp and says, "I'm going to say this face to face to you," but he's on the ramp. Well, fucking he- bollocks. Um, <laughs> Shane keeps breathing through the mic a <clears throat> dog in a locked yeah. car. <laughs> um, Sounding like a yeah. fucking dehydrated Labrador. <laughs> I, I saw I saw a tweet there that someone put out saying, hey, you'd think 
you'd think after like 30 years on television someone would have taught Shane not to breathe into the fucking microphone um, <laughs> it's like, it's which, like fucking ASMR <laughs> heavy breathing into the microphone um, none of that Shane it's awful yeah it's a uh, it's like when you've got like a fucking headset on and you accidentally have your mic too close to your face and you breathe into it and you you know what you do there you move it away little top tip you, you there shit don't continue yeah. breathing into it, you neep. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't electrocute himself from sweating on it as well. Um, <laughs> he says he wouldn't make look st- Braun look stupid and he hates that word and it's abhorrent. Um, but he, he, he kind of alludes to the fact that other people have said that Braun's stupid and says, big man, little brain. But then he's like, but I would never say that. I would never say that. Um, yeah. He he, then, he's, it's like he's doing his best fucking Norton 2009 impression. Stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> yeah. He then he then says Braun. And Braun starts chasing him for reasons. Um he then, me. then Braun sees a car driving off and like kind of like shakes his head and walks off. And then Shane comes out of nowhere. From well, actually you know, I say he comes from out of nowhere. He comes from where Braun's just looked looked at where Shane probably was stood. And um, Shane goes up behind and like laughs and says, so stupid. I agree, Shane. It was fucking awful, this. It was yeah, it was an absolute fucking... I feel stupider for watching it. Um, <laughs> just just tell us we're getting Strowman versus Shane at Mania. That's all we need to know. And then you can stop with this crap every week. Um, when Shane was running away, I don't know what squeaked louder tonight. The car... Or Shane's shoes running away. <laughs> it was all the sweat. <laughs> in the... <laughs> um, and Phillips, at the end of the whole segment, when it cuts back to commentary, this is a fascinating situation between Braun and Shane. Fuck me. If you think this is fascinating, <laughs> what else are you watching on TV, mate? Good grief. Paint dry. Paint dry. Fuck me. Um, Absolute crap. Next. <laughs> so next is the Raw Women's Tag... Uh, tag title defense. They've remembered that Naomi and Lana actually have a title shot. Um, I mean, you wouldn't have thought it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> given they've given it to like three other people before they fucking, or say after they won the shot. Um, uh, nonsense. Na- Naomi must be a dead mouse fan though. We are going the dark kid. Was that what it was? Well, it was just a helmet. It wasn't. It was just a helmet with lights on it. It's it a disco ball. It was like a disco ball. It wasn't specifically Dead Mouse. But... Doing the best fucking Daft Punk like, impression. De- yeah, de- Dead Mouse or Daft Punk are like... I mean, the, there's a gap in the market now that Daft Punk have uh, broke up. True. Well, there you go. <laughs> Maybe Retribution will fill that hole for us. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, Naya introduces Reginald as a new friend. Um <laughs> Speaking of filling holes, now you want her all punished again. This time by Reginald. <laughs> she, she says she's a wine connoisseur as well. Um, <laughs> you're like this. <laughs> if, if this was live or a video, we'd be putting technical difficulties oh on those like cards on now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you've just said that. <laughs> I can't. You like that segue, mate? <laughs> I was fucking expecting it. Um, so, oh. yeah. Um, 
the match itself, Shayna and Nia <laughs> stalk Lana at ringside. Carry on. <laughs> and, uh, and Naomi dives on them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, um, my life. Right, go on. It was a fucking roll, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Shayna works over Lana's arm. Um, Naomi comes in, fires up on Naya, hits like a disaster kick and a modified head scissors. Uh, looks like, she, like th- this was the first time in the match that like Naya actually looked in trouble as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Reginald like grabs Naomi's foot, Naomi like tags out. Uh, Lana, like um, baseball slides, Reginald as Naomi's got hold of his hair. Oh, yeah, and Naya hits a, a one-handed powerball on Lana to retain. Um, I mean, this happened. What was the point? Uh, I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that they like at least let Naomi get some stuff in on there. Yeah, just to remind people who she is. Um, put her in the fucking. Just keep her away from the tag division. Let... Bobby actually wants her in the hair business. <laughs> he's actually. Does, he's oh, actually does he actually? Said, like, he's actually said he wants Naomi in the hair business. Oh, oh well, not else. specifically Naomi, but he said a woman up from Raw in the hair business. Whoa. And she's not doing anything, so give it to Naomi. Put Sonia Deville in there. Yeah. Sonia Deville either needs to be in Sonia will be a good Rain's, fit Rain's little bang. faction. Say again. Sonia will be a good fit because she also wears banging suits. Yeah. Like there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I feel sorry for Naomi and Lana because they. They are just kind of like jobbers, the fucking stars at the moment. Yeah. Um, Nonsense. Which is upset uh, Next, we've got Randy Orton. Um, he literally just says, AJ shouldn't be concerned about the fiend, blah, 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 RKO. Um, hey, man. And blah, 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 RKO. Same, <laughs> same fucking promo. He's been cutting like every week for like the last like three months um, before a match. It's the same shit, just a different day in it, Randy. Um, <laughs> And then we get another Rhea Ripley vignette, which kind of fades into this, which is why I'm thinking about what, what I said before about Rhea, that yeah. maybe he's going to be brought in to kind of turn the women's division upside down. Because As we see Mandy Charlotte, and- Charlotte heads after. Hmm? You what? We see Charlotte and the Charlotte heads afterwards. Christ. Is that, is that what you're going for? Not quite. Um, <laughs> it was... It was more the fact that Mandy and Dana were talking about like that they shouldn't be overlooked for a title match at Mania. I mean, um, you should. And <laughs> yeah, but it, I agree. But at the same time, Charlotte shouldn't be allowed to just walk in and get a fucking title opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How did Charlotte get to decide their well, fate? I, I think I think this is the kind of point they're alluding to is that they're set like because. They did a similar thing with Peyton Royce on Raw Talk after Raw as well. Which, if you haven't seen, is a very, very good promo by Peyton. Um, Talking about how she's been overlooked and she gets overlooked for for the favourites and all that. And it's weird that they're going down this road because... It's what everyone that's watching is thinking. it's It's what everyone's thinking. But also there's people like Mandy, Dana and Peyton Royce who do have more to offer and could be doing more on the show. Mm but they're losing the spot to Charlotte, who's been off TV for six months and then just walks yeah. back. And now she's yeah. in every fucking women's segment. 
Um, it's, it's, it's mad. Weird. They, they split Mandy and Sonia Devilla so that they could both go have enough singles runs. Obviously, there was that whole shit show with that fucking the the the, the issue with Sonia Deville and that guy and whatnot. Um, and so obviously took time off. But it felt like Sonia Deville was getting some sort of singles push there, and then all of a sudden it was no, no, we'll just partner you up with someone else. It's like why are we breaking it, it, the, like breaking them up to just put them with someone else? Like you're either breaking them up to have a decent singles run to establish them as a singles competitor. Or if you're just going to sling them in another tag team, just keep them in the one they're in because it's better than what they're doing now. Funny, yeah, it's, it's, like it's well, the same with Peyton Royce. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, oh, we'll we'll break you up, but then oh, we'll just partner you with Lacey Evans. Well, why? You were much more entertaining with Billy Kay, an established and, and also looking at um, not only looking at what Peyton's done when they've given her the opportunity to do it like I'm thinking about the stuff with Bailey at Survivor Series yeah man and uh, when she had like a little that little back and forth with Charlotte Nascar a couple of weeks ago as well yeah she she can hang um, absolutely definitely um, yeah. interestingly a lot of people on um, like women's wrestlers from Smackdown on Twitter were like saying Peyton Royce is like obscenely underrated even mm. a couple of people from like a couple of women from AEW were saying it like tweeting out really? saying Peyton is one of like the hidden gems of women's wrestling. So the fact that there's people from all over like mm. wrestling who are saying, why aren't you using her? Yeah. 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 Shows how good she is. Um, yeah. Hopefully um, this is the catalyst. As you alluded to as well, Aaron, um, Charlotte says they have five weeks to show her what they've got. Hair. Why? Women's why champion, they have to show her? Not Charlotte Flair. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. People, right. she's not even like a fucking authority in the women's division. She's just a fucking being treated that way. Um, it it absolutely boils my piss. If I'm being honest, same. It's same. So annoying. Yeah. Um, and it makes her so unlikable. She goes on about wanting to be a babyface. They try to fucking portray her as a babyface. Then do something other than this to fucking make her likable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because she comes across as a fucking elitist knobhead. <laughs> yeah. Every fucking time she comes on the screen on Raw, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Um we then get a, a bit of a bit of a glimmer of hope, which is an AJ Styles um AJ Styles cutting another promo on Randy Orton where he says Orton's par- crazy. Speaking to party party. He doesn't say much, but the silent ones are the fucking ones that love a good time. <laughs> <laughs> what are you on about? Party Paddy, whatever his name was, Neil Patrick or whatever. Party Paddy. Party Paddy. Oh, the, the new, the new backstage announcer. Yeah. Right. Okay. I had no fucking clue what you were on about there, mate. Kev- Kevin. <laughs> Kevin Patrick. Kevin Patrick. Party Paddy. <laughs> fucking hell, mate. Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah, he says he says Randy's crazy and it's Bray the Fiend or Alexa's fault. Um then goes to the AJ versus Randy Orton match. Um Orton from the bell, Orton like aggressively trying to like catch AJ and get well, to him because before you continue with the match, right? We got almost a full replay of the Lashley versus Miz from earlier on in the night. Um like legit, it was genuinely a couple of minutes long. So AJ and almost were just standing there awkwardly in the ring for God knows how long. So there was a nap break in there too. Um, yeah. And 
Orton as he comes down from doing his pose on the turnbuckle, right? Did anyone hear a weird noise in his music? No. Just as no. he finished his pose and he came off the turnbuckle. No. I rewrote it a few times. There was a weird noise in there. I don't okay. think I've ever heard it before. I'll go back and have a listen. Yeah. I will investigate. It's actually no one because I don't know what's wrong again. Um, <laughs> sorry, mate. Got AW and NXT to watch tonight. Can't be fucking wasting my time with Raw. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, Orton's aggressively pursuing AJ from the bell, uh, trying to get to him. Um, takes control. AJ manages to roll out with an RKO to, outside the ring. Uh, Orton back suplexes AJ onto, onto the announce table and stares down uh, almost. Um, AJ is then working over Orton's leg for most of this match to try and like lock in the calf crusher. Mm-hmm. Um, little back and forth again. AJ hits an enziguri. Uh, Orton replies with a discus clothesline, which the that looks fucking, awesome. It looked good, but they didn't need to replay it like <clears throat> four three, or five four times. times. Yeah, uh, it was a little bit overkill. Um, Orton then hits a power slam and a modified backbreaker, blocks the phenomenal forearm. AJ blocks the draping DDT, locks in the calf crusher. Um, Orton eventually gets out and hits the draping DDT, and as he's teasing an RKO, uh, almost pulls AJ out the ring. Alexa shows up on the screen with the jack in the box and whispers not yet into it. Doing our 2018 Samoa Joe impression. Oh, Randy! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Flames explode out of the um, out of the turnbuckle post and shockingly, they didn't they, they didn't explicitly say anything about that. On commentary, I thought I thought they were definitely. I would. Oh, I did. I was, I was waiting on it, and then I was about to have a go about one of them not actually going off, and I was going to kick off about this, but they didn't say anything. So, yeah. Fine. Um, however, <laughs> the BT Sports Twitter didn't pull any punches. They said best explosion in wrestling this weekend. Um, oh, fuck it out! Come on. <laughs> I mean, steady on now. <laughs> I, I, there was there was pyro early in the show that was better than that. Come on, guys, you're better than this. <laughs> um, so yeah, flames explode from the um, ring posts like Kane. Uh, Orton starts like spitting up the black goo again on his hands and all over himself. AJ hits a phenomenal forearm to win, and then Alexa cackles on the screen as Orton's like kind of freaking out that he's got all the black stuff around him. Um, um, telling you, go to the doctors, get checked out. Quicker you get it checked out, the quicker it'll be fixed. <laughs> Tweet him. Let him know. Random. See your GP. Stop dicking unless about. It's, unless it's like legit demonic possession, mate, and then he's fucked. <laughs> he needs to get the exorcist involved with that, pal. Um, what, like so, Papa yeah, Shango the, and Ultimate Warrior? <laughs> the Ultimate Warrior was sweating black stuff. He wasn't, wasn't sicking it up. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so um, another episode of Raw, another, well, difficult one. Um, as we said, when it's good, it's good. But when it's bad, it's fucking dreadful. Yeah. There were some um, real standouts in this, some real positives. But the stuff that was crap, just like you said, before we started recording, you can have an entire show of decent bits. But if something's that shit, if something stands out, that's all you talk about, you forget. About it, yeah. I mean, there was some really bad stuff, and there was also 
The other thing that almost overshadowed the really bad stuff for me for being worse was the amount of like recaps from last week oh, or from rid- the show. Ridiculous. So, Absolutely ridiculous. Within within half an hour of um Seamus attacking Drew to start the show, they'd shown a replay of that three times. Fucking hell. Why why would you and why would you need to remind everyone about that fucking like five second clip? Or fifteen second clip, or whatever it was, three we're times back, within we're half an hour. To of it see happened. a match with them, not we don't need to. We know yeah. it. It happened. We saw it. Show it once at best. Yeah, but three it's, times is fucking nonsense. People complain about Raw being three hours and that it detracts from the show, and it's like it, it absolutely does when you've got filler like that, like mm-hmm. like padding out the show for like the better part of a third of the show. Yeah. I think this was actually half the show was fucking recaps. If I remember rightly, which is crazy, like terrible. It's as if people can have a whole writing team to write them shit out so this shit doesn't happen. But (laughs) I digress. Anyway, um, what were your highs and lows, guys? Um, Uh, I'll go first. Uh, My low, my low is going to be Braun Strowman again. Second week in a row, just can never really be Dean. Dealing with him anyway to begin with, and this just doesn't help his cause. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it my, my high is gonna have to be Seamus and Drew, I think. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't really anything else to choose from, to be honest. So, fair enough. I it was superb that match. I agree. I'm in complete agreement with you there on both. On both. Yeah. Um, I was Seamus, the low was just a shame bollocks. Yeah. Uh, my high was... Actually, no, my low first. My low. Um, everything with Shane and Braun was absolute diarrhoea. It was rubbish. Um, yeah. But at risk of going with the same as you guys, um, I'm going to say the women's tag team match just because like not the quality like the match wasn't terrible it's just the same old same old same old drivel um i'm just really tired of seeing it uh so that was my low my high is uh them making bobby lashley look like an absolute million dollars so so good new intro fucking pyro video package he just looked, and the match itself was really good. He just looks fucking excellent. I'm so happy for it. Bobby Lashley's entrance almost got my high until yeah. until, until um we had that Drew and Sheamus like war. Yeah, I was like, I, I was I couldn't get past anything but Bobby Lashley's entrance. Yeah, I, no I wanted to I wanted to give Sheamus and Drew as my high. I thought that was outstanding. Like I really really loved it. But I also think I gave it my high last week. And you guys had already picked it, so yeah. But an agreement, superb stuff. Awesome. Just a match, not the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. So that was Raw. Um, before we go, Troy, where can people get their beer and bearding needs fulfilled? Thatchface.com for all of your beard stuff. Uh, they've got uh, an extensive range of balms, oils, brushes, combs, um, 
apparel, so including some hats, um, flip-flops, T-shirts, hoodies, really, really good stuff, really nicely branded merchandise. Use the discount code TROYXL85. Get yourself 20% off your purchase. Orders over £40, a free delivery, and percentage of the proceeds go to Testicular Cancer UK. So an incredible worthy cause. So head over there and check it out. And uh, if you want some beers, if you want some wrestling-themed beers, go over to topropebrewing.com. Uh, and check out their extensive range of amazing beers, wonderful beers, tasty, tasty wrestling themed beers, um, and their range of apparel as well, face masks, uh, t-shirts, beanies, and stuff like that. Um, there, what was the one you had the other week? The Cold Stone Cream Austin's a chocolate orange, chocolate orange. Yeah, yeah. So they're that's just they've Give it added a go. some uh, new stuff today as well, including um, vanilla Cold Stone. Uh, Canadian Destroyer, which is a maple pecan stout, and um, their new IPA, Head of the Table. Oh, yeah. Citra and Sabro hops, so that'll have like a bit of a grapefruity and coconutty taste. Nice. Yeah, boy. Um, And Aaron, where can people get us on social media? You can get us, if you want top quality banner had on this podcast you can get us on twitter at untitled rest pod if you use that same tagline you can get us on twitch at untitled rest pod if you go untitled wrestling podcast on the facebook and the youtubes you can see all our past live streams of retro watch alongs live watch alongs gaming nights on saturdays there you go oh shit charity too we have a charity 12-hour live stream on Saturday for a good cause. Donate, and you might be invited to our games. He's run out of steam. <laughs> I have no idea how you managed to get that worse than yesterday. <laughs> but somehow you've done it. I'm very proud of you, dear. Um, you actually didn't quite get that. We're doing a, a gaming marathon probably 12 hour or so stream this coming Saturday, March the 13th. And we're raising money for Leeds hospitals charity, formerly known as Leeds cares. We're currently at 60% of our target uh, within a few days, which is absolutely amazing. And a massive thank you to everyone that's donated so far. Continue what doing what you do, um, donating and sharing that out. And if you want to join in and watch along, then you can do so uh, on Twitch. If you want to get involved in any of the games, drop us a message and we'll get you involved at some point during the day. Awesome. As always, thanks for joining us, guys. Um, we'll hope to see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Uh, we're changing the story here. Are we ready? I thought you didn't uh, finish the other one. Uh, well, we got the best parts from that. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We, we got Just sweep it under the rug, mate. Randy, I asked you out four times already. Dolph said with tears making them light blue eyes turning dark blue. Dolph, I told you why our relationship wouldn't work. I have a wife and a daughter. Well, I wish you the best of luck. Now I have to go. While sprinting to the locker room, something in John Cena's locker room caught Dolph's eye. The voluptuous ass of John Cena changed <laughs> with nothing but his chain on his neck. Dolphin's Dolph was instantly mesmerised. Isn't that just the work of God, Zack Ryder said while rubbing his cock? I never knew how... <laughs> I never knew how hot John was. Dolph got so excited to see that body his cock got rock hard. 
Dolph blacked out and busted into Cena's locker room. Dolph, what the, <laughs> Dolph, what the fuck are you doing in here? <laughs> hey, John, I was just saying hi. John smiled. I saw you and Zach in the window. Dolph cheeks turning red with embarrassment. Dolph, you just got to stand there or are you going to close the door, pull down them blinds and suck my cock? <laughs> wow! <laughs> That one's oh. for Joe from Damn It Vince. He loves all that. <laughs> <laughs> you must love this podcast house in the Untitled Wrestling Podcast House.